Good morning, everyone, and thank you guys for tuning back in to another great episode we have in store for you today. We have a real nice nine race card at Saratoga today that we'll jump into in a little bit. But before we do so, uh, for some of you new uh, listeners out there, I just want to let you know what we do here is we break down the races for you to give you that extra leg up to cash in some winning tickets, as well as give you some updated news, feedback, and what's going on around in the racing thoroughbred industry. Um, Last week, a little recap on what went on. Tis the Law worked his final work before heading over to Kentucky for the Kentucky Derby. And then race-wise, we got Russian Falls cruising to victory in the grade one Diana, as well as Golden Pal putting on a hell of a performance. Um, I mean, 10 lengths easy with Ira board. And then Holiday getting his first grade one in the four-state Dave stakes race last weekend. And then over on the West Coast, we had my favorite horse, Maximum Security, getting the job done once again. I really hope we could finally put at rest all these haters to Maximum Security and saying he's not that good just because of uh, Jason Service getting suspended and, you know, Jason Service was the reason why he was that good, this and that. Well, now he has proven to you guys that he is very good. He gets the job done every time, and he leaves it all out on the track. The horse has not done one thing wrong over his career so far, and I really can't wait for him to run again. And he's going to win again next time out. I promise you on that. But let's get let's not get too much into that right now. I want to jump into a couple of things today with today's racing card, as well as I want to break down um, who is at the top standings leading into the last two weeks of this Saratoga meet. Before we jump into today's card, I really wanted to go over the top um, leaderboard for the trainers, the jockeys, as well as the owners. It's very important with the last two weeks of the Saratoga meet to know these things, see who's hot, who's on fire, who's doing well together, what connections are connecting and producing well. Um, Because these jockeys, these trainers, these owners, they want to win the Saratoga meet. So if it takes them to have to drop a horse in, they will do so to get a win under their belt to try to win the Saratoga meet. So you'll see a lot of horses at the end of the meet getting dropped in for possibly a claiming price or or just dropping down in level and competition to sneak a win in. For instance, right now we have Chad Brown at the top of the uh, trainer board where he just regained that last week over Todd Pletcher. Um, he actually is a good example of that. Him and Kolaris team up very good together. Um, Kolaris is actually one of the owners that is in the lead right now, but they dropped a couple horses in last week and the week before. Um, for a climbing price, and they got victories on those. They have one in today as well, as well as a couple over the weekend. So I just want to let you know, you guys definitely got to keep an eye on that. It will help you out in your handicapping. So that's why I want to go over a couple trainers first in the polls right now. So we got in first, tied right now, Chad, Chad Brown and Todd Pletcher battling out for the top spot. Uh, Christopher Clement did have the lead being the beginning of the meet and got overtaken. Uh, but Chad Brown has 103 starters, 22 wins, 20 seconds, and 25 thirds, putting him at 65% in the top three, meaning first, second, or third in the money. 
Then we got Todd Pletcher with 84 runners, 22 firsts, 15 seconds, and 9 thirds, putting him at 55% in the money in the top three. Christopher Clement sits at third with 80 runners, 18 wins, 10 seconds, 17 thirds, putting him at 56%. And then Michael Maker sitting at fourth, who is having a great meet so far with 73 starters, 16 wins, 11 seconds, and 7 thirds, putting him at 47%. And then sitting five with Linda Rice having a great meet as well. A lot of her horses are were coming off layoffs as well and got the win. She has 61 runners with 13 wins, 9 seconds, and 10 thirds, putting her at 52%. And, of course, those are more of the big outfit barns that have a lot of horses. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple trainers, you know, that does not have that big stock as well and a couple trainers that have been doing very well this meet so far. One, James Bond has doing, been doing fit, phenomenal, phenomenal this meet. He has 32 starters. He has 10 wins, 5 seconds, and 4 thirds. He's at 59% right now in the money. You also got William Mon. He has a big, big stable, but he has 77 runners, 8 wins, 21 seconds. That's a lot of seconds, and that came from a lot of first-time starters at good prices. Then he has 11 thirds. That puts him at 52%. And then a couple trainers that are not those big outfits, like Dermont Manger. He has seven starters, two wins, two seconds, and two-thirds. He's at 86% in the money and six for seven in the money. That's an excellent job. Then we got Robert Falcone Jr. with 14 starters, three wins, three seconds, and four-thirds, putting at 71%, and he's 10 for 17 in the money. Another great young trainer that I wanted to speak about is Orlando Nada. He has been doing a terrific job. He has 18 starters, 6 wins, 3 seconds, and 3 thirds. Put him at 67%, and he's 12 for 18 in the money. And then we got Wayne Potts. He has ran 3 runners here, and he has won 2 of them. So only one of them has not been a winner. Very good with that. And then, of course, we have Ian Wilkes. He got off to a real hot meet. Um, he didn't bring that many horses over here this uh, this summer to Saratoga, but the horses that he do, does have here, doing a very good job with 12 runners, three wins, two seconds, and two-thirds, putting him at 58%, and he is 7 for 12 in the money. He has a couple horses in here today that I like as well. And then Leslie Young. He has seven starters, two wins, two seconds, and one-third, He's 5 for 7 in the money, putting him at 71%. Excellent job. As we jump over to the top jockey leaderboard right now, we have Irad Ortiz Jr. sitting up front with 110 mounts. That means horses he got on with 44 wins, 41 seconds, and 29 thirds. Put him at 54% in the money, meaning the top three. Right behind him, we have his brother, Jose Ortiz. With 192 mounts, 42 wins, 35 seconds, and 25 thirds, putting him at 53%. And then third, we got Joel Rosario with 173 starts, 37 wins, 26 seconds, and 31 thirds, putting him at 54%. Then Luis Saez sitting fourth. And remember, Luis Saez, he had the coronavirus, so he came in late. 
and did not start to meet the same time all these other jockeys started. He's sitting fourth right now at 146 mounts, 24 wins with 25 seconds and 15 thirds, putting him at 44%. He has been rocking and rolling when he joins up with the James Bond barn. They have been killing it and doing very good. Sitting fifth, we have Javier Castellana with 132 mounts, 23 wins, 15 seconds, and 26 thirds, putting him at 48%. He rides a lot for Chad Brown. I wanted to jump over to now the owner's board a little bit. We got the Calavera Stables with 41 starters, 10 wins, 4 seconds, and 14 thirds, putting them at 68% in the money. They have horses with Georgia Brehu, who has been red hot on fire lately, as well as Chad Brown, a lot of horses with Chad Brown. Then we have Rapoli right behind them with 32 starters, 8 wins, 3 seconds, and 4 thirds, putting them at 47%. And then third, we got Michael Dubb. 70% 70% in the money with 37 starters, 7 wins, 7 seconds, and 12 thirds. And then three Diamond Farms, who who Michael Maker trains for. They're sitting right at fourth right now with 33 starters, 6 wins, 4 seconds, and 2 thirds, being 36% in the money. And then fifth, we got the James Bond Stables, trainer and owner, killing it this, mo- this meet so far, loving it. 16 16 starters, 4 wins, 4 seconds, and 2 thirds. Putting him at 63% in the money. And then Orlando Nada, his owner stable, Nada Brothers, they are right behind, tied in 5th with 9 starters, 4 wins, 1 second, and 2 thirds. Putting him at 78%. That's very good numbers right there. I also wanted to touch base on a couple owners that don't have a big stock of horses but they have been doing very well so far and high percentages um first william j butler is at a hundred percent with three starters two wins and one third doing an excellent job there then you got mad dog stables they are 79 percent with four runners two wins and one third and then also, too, one that really just sparked it up is Joe Bucci with five runners, two wins and two seconds before the David Donk, who trains for him. Um, David Donk has been lightening it up with Jose Ortiz on some long shots as well. So I just wanted to go into detail on, on these things before we get into today's races because it's very important to know this stuff while handicapping the races and see what jockeys are on what horses, who rides for who, who's hot, and everything like that. So I would definitely, before looking at your races and handicapping your daily races, definitely look at the training standings, owner standings, as well as the jockey standings every morning, especially going in to the last two weekends of the meet. Today we have a real nice nine-card race set for today with some tough races in here and uh we have one stake race of the day a featured race which we'll get to in the seventh but uh, a couple other races in here could be listed and could be stake contenders um that are running in today's races today's first race is a steeple race so i am going to jump right in to the second race today at saratoga because i don't play like i said to you guys i always tell you guys don't play races you don't like or you don't think you're going to win or don't know anything about. 
only handicap what you know and what you like. To kick things off in the second race today, it will be going six furlongs on the dirt, and this is a New York bred race made in special weight of 62K for Phillies. We have a field of six right now before any changes or scratches. And the five in here should be the heavy favorite going out for the Clement Barn with Rosario aboard. This uh, dynamic duo has been doing excellent so far this meet. There's just one concern I might have with her. If she goes off as the heavy favorite, I might steer away. She is going turf to dirt today, and she has ran on the dirt once before on her debut. Uh, but she is out of Lemon Drop Kid, which is a 400. They purchased her for $400,000. She is more turf pedigree than dirt, but she is going against an easier field today. She could definitely get the job done. Uh, but if she has a 1-2, to two, I will look in another direction, another way. If she goes off a 5-2, to two, by all means, I probably will bet her. Um, I love turf to dirt. But there is a couple other horses in here that were pretty decent looking and you might get a decent price out of. The six um, really caught my eye as well. Impossible Donna going, coming off a long layoff. So you should see a decent price. Gets Luis Saez aboard um, again, who rode her on her debut back on July 11, 2019 over here at Saratoga. And she finished second, just losing by a neck to Big Q who has been doing very good in her career so far and winning stake races as well as running in many stake races. She's coming off a layoff, but she has those five nice five furlong workouts, meaning she's very fit and ready to rock and roll today. And then to the inside, Philip Serpy sends out to two. I like this source. She's coming in here third time off the bench and cuts back in distance. Finished second last time out with Eric Concealer board. Gets Eric Concealer board again today. And then two back, she finished third to two next out winners, one being Jewel of Arabia, one of the Christopher Clement Phillies that is very good and a lot of high hopes on her. And then to the in, to the outside of her, the next horse I really like is the three banker's daughter, going out for the Michael Maselli Bond, finishing second last time out, closing on strong. She's been improving, I think I've... And after each race and improving in each race, I think she will take a step forward today, but it's going to have to be closing on strong and hoping there's not that much speed up front for her. So to close things off for the second, the horses that I will be looking at in here are the two, the three, the five, and the six, watching them in the paddock and warming up before I make my game time decision on who I like up top and up front. In today's second race, going a mile and a three-eighths on the turf, which is an allowance of 74K, non-winners of 1X. I like three horses in here. This is a field of five. Um, you got Todd Pletcher sending out two here with the four and the five. Four, Cape D. Cruz, and the five setting the mood. Out of his two horses, I like the five setting the mood better. Um, she is three for four lifetime. In the money with one win, two seconds. He cuts back in distance as well as gets Jose Ortiz aboard today. To her inside, all the way inside with the two. Quiet Dignity going second time out for the Michael Maker Barn. I really like this horse. Um, it's going to be between the two and the seven on top. She they When they first got her, they ran her in the grade three Wanya stakes here. Um, a couple weeks ago, losing to my sister Nate. That was a real tough race she came out of. But this barn definitely thought very highly of her coming into and jumping her right into a grade three. This barn has a very good win percentage second time out 
underneath their reins. And they get Irad Ortiz aboard today as well, which is definitely a benefit. And I think this horse should be closing on strong and be right in the thick of things. And then also the one in here. What does Sharky Sarah say going out for the James Tona barn? If she gets off, she's definitely the speed in this race and is going to be gunning for the lead in the one hole. She gets Luis Saez. Luis Saez has been killing it lately, had five wins last week on one, one day. Um, if she gets off to the lead and sets some easy fraction or not too hard, no one goes out to the lead with her, she could take this race wire to wire. She's going third time off the bench. She's been right in the thick of things. She finished right behind the five in here, setting the mood. And Hungry Kitten, who won that race, who was a real nice filly for the Shug McGahee barn. So if this horse gets to the lead and sets those easy fractions, she definitely could take this wire to wire, so don't leave her off your ticket. And my picks in here are out cold. I like the one the two, and the five out of this five-horse field for race three. Today's fourth race will be going six furlongs on the dirt, and this is a maiden 50,000 for two-year-old fillies. The two in here is going to be very tough to beat. Dash to the top, gets a race under her belt last time, ran here five and a half furlongs, finishing up strong and getting up for third, only losing by three lengths. Her serve, Violency, gets 20% she has a 20% win percentage on her two-year-olds, which is very high. Um, gets Santana back aboard, gets a race under her belt, and should be closing on strong with the extra distance today. Then to the outside of her, you got the three. Tis Splendid News going out first time for the Wesley Ward Barn. Been training and working very well at Keelan. He ships this two-year-old over here to run today. Um, you know Wesley Ward, very good and top-notch at getting his two-year-olds ready to rock and roll. She should definitely be right in the thick of things. Then I thought the six bold article was pretty interesting going out for the Sappy Barn. Ran last time at Gulfstream, July 23rd. Ran there recently, not too long ago. Then they shipped this horse up to Saratoga. Gets one train under her belt, goes four furlongs, 48 and change. Now goes turf to dirt, throws her in this race. Towards the end of the meet for them to ship this horse up here might be a good thing or might be trying to dump her off. Not too sure, but I want to see how she looks warming up and in the paddock. And then to the outside, we got the number seven, Dressy. I really liked her first time out for the tag barn. I'm going to take a shot with her once again. She has real nice works in the AM as well as been working out of the gate a lot. Definitely a benefit. To the outside of her. We have the eight who knows that coming in here, shipping in for Michael Trimbetta. We'll see how she ships in here today. Gets Irad Ortiz Jr. aboard, which is definitely a benefit. And for Michael Trimbetta to ship this two-year-old filly over here, she's got to be ready to rock and roll and should be right in the thick of things for race four at Saratoga today. So the ones that I would be looking at warming up in the paddock are the two, the three, the six, and of course, the seven, Dressy, and the eight, who knows that. As we turn the page to race five today at Saratoga, we'll be going a mile and a sixteenth on the turf. And this is for maiden $40,000 for Phillies. I really like a horse in here that should be at a decent price. The number eight, Carlio, going first high amount for the Michelle Nevin Barn. Been watching this horse train for a while down at Belmont and has been training fantastically. Um, I just really like her a lot. She's 15 to 1 morning line. Gets Manuel Franco aboard today 
and she's out of Liam's map, which I love. The horse to beat in here is definitely going to be the three check and balances going out for the Chad Brown barn. As we spoke, as I spoke about before in the show, he drops horses down. He's dropping this one in for the Calavera stables. They both have been doing excellent in the top ranks in training and the owner's bracket. This horse dropped down for a maiden 40 last time and just got inked at the wire, scoring a 72 buyer. First time on the drop down to maiden 40. I rather T stays aboard and is going to be very tough to beat in here. To the outside, we have a Wesley Ward horse, the number nine, Kittens Romance. Ran last time and made him 40 as well. Finished second right in front of the three checks and balances. And today gets Jose Ortiz aboard. Jose Ortiz knows where to set him up perfectly on the turf. I love him on horses on the turf. I think this horse is going to be very tough to beat in here. Going third time out for the Wesley Board Barn. Second time on the drop down. And another important thing in here that's very important. This horse works August 17th at Keelan. So after the race at Saratoga on July 30th, they ship back to Keelan, train the horse at Keelan, then ships back in here to run today. It's a very important fact, a very important fact to know that this horse has definitely have a shot in here and should definitely win this race. Two for two in the money with a second and a third. Should be able to break her maiden today. And then one more filly I wanted to talk about is the number four, dipping in, going out for Doug O'Neill. This horse is going to stretch back out to the preferred distance. I think she prefers going long. Has been running five and a half, seven and a mile. Finished third, being very game last time out, closing on strong and just missing and getting the win. So definitely keep an eye on the four, dipping in. But my main picks for race five will be the eight, my long shot of the day, Carlio with the nine, Kittens Romance, three, checks and balances, and then the four, dipping in. As we turn the page to race six today at Saratoga, this is going six furlongs on the dirt for claimers of 25,000, non-winners of two lifetime. I really like the three in here, Assume, going first time off the claim for the Michael Maker barn. This barn is very good off the claim. Claimed this horse last time out over at Saratoga for 20,000 from the Todd Pletcher barn when they dropped this horse in first time for the tag. And one going away by four lengths. It is three for four in the money lifetime with one win, two thirds. Two for three over a fast track with one win and one third. And one for one going this distance as well as over this surface. You got Irad Ortiz aboard. I mean, there's not too much more you can ask for or need on this. Should be the favorite in here. Um, but definitely going to be the horse to beat and the horse that I really like in this race. And then to the inside of her. I do like the two grudge uh, for Christopher Engelhart comes in here with speed, has a lot of speed, um, and drops down in class. Drops down to 50,000 allowance to 25 today. Has been in right, thick, right in the thick of things. Two back for claimers of 40. Finished third by three quarters of a length, which is just a hair. So she, she could definitely get the job done. Gets Jose aboard today for the first time as well. And then to the outside, um, a price in here. It should be a decent price. The seven, classy Sadie, goes second time out for the Bruce Brown Barn. The Bruce Brown Barn has been doing very well recently and has been winning some races here and getting the momentum going and getting things rocking. Horse comes in here second time off the layoff. Is going to have to take a step up and 
run a little bit better, but I feel like with the confidence of the barn, Eric and Seal stays aboard this horse. I think this horse might have a shot against this field today. And then, of course, you got the five in here. Charlotte Webley getting the win for the Jeremiah Englehart last time at this price. For New York Preds, the claim is a 25, though. Um, this She should be the main speed in here. Uh, but Irak gets off this horse to ride the two. Saez gets aboard. Um, only scored a 58 buyer. So if she's the favorite, I definitely would go against her. Definitely horses to beat in here. I think the seven could, could definitely beat her, no doubt. But my picks in race six will be the three, the two, the seven, and then possibly throw in the four to cover the pick four. Race seven today is the featured race of the day, going five and a half furlongs on the turf with the Mohani Stakes purses 85,000, and this is for three-year-old Colts. We have a field of 10 in here before any changes or scratches, as well as we have a lot of speed in here and two heavy favorites. The two heavy favorites are going to be the eight, Mavin, going out for Wesley Ward, one last time out over at Keelan, going five and a half, and one by two lengths going away, scoring a nice 90 buyer. Um, gets Irad Ortiz aboard today and gets a nice work over the surface before this race. And then to the outside of him, we got the 10 turned aside. Showed a promising last time out, scoring highest buyer of his career in the grade three quick call. Um, showing a lot of speed and finishing up strong. He has lost to the nine, Jack and Nora, in the past a couple of times. And he got, but that day he got the best of them. Mark Cassie really hasn't been doing too well this meet so far. So I know the nine could be right in the thick of things with Johnny V aboard, but I'm going to steer away because there is a lot of speed. This horse shows a lot of speed. Another horse to take a look at is the six, Island Kamish, going in here for Joseph Safi, turns back in distance, and I think we'll be stalking this pace. I think this horse has speed, but I don't think they're going to be using the speed. I think I'm going to sit back a little bit. 15 to one more in line with Joel Rosario aboard. And then also, two another long shot in here. The number seven, Cajun Casavana, ships in here for the Michael Pino Barn. Ran last time going five and a half over at Mammoth. I mean, if this horse didn't have so much speed and there wasn't so much speed in the race, um, I hope, I wish he would sit back a little bit and maybe stalk the speed or something like that. It gets Carmucha board, which is very good with speed horses. One of the best I love. This horse is three for four in the money going this distance, though. Um, 30 to one more in line. So definitely worth taking a shot here with the seven. But the one horse that I think is going to set up, this race might set up perfectly for, um, is the two flapjack coming in here for the young Jack Cistern Barn. Going second time at this distance and second time on the turf sprinting. Finishing fourth last time to a couple of these bunches, turning aside. And Old Chestnut got an 82 buyer there. And I think if there is a lot, of, there's a lot of speed in here, which last race wasn't, didn't work in his advantage, where I think there's so much speed in here where he could be closing on strong. Tyler Gaffillon gets back aboard after riding last time, is more familiar with him and should be closing on strong for the Jack Cistern Barn, getting second time on the turf sprinting. And then to the inside, I really like the, uh, the number one, by land and sea, 
ships in here from parks for the Steve Kolarish barn. Always likes when horses ship in and you get Jose Ortiz aboard. The only thing I don't like is the post position in here, but it's coming out of a nice race going seven and a half furlongs um, off the layoff, scoring an 84 buyer, winning by five lengths, and is three for four in the money with three wins and one third. And then one more horse I wanted to touch upon is the number three, Competitive Saint. This horse is 12 to one morning line with Luis Saez. I was actually shocked. When I look at the horses before the races, I, I don't see the odds. So I thought this horse would be close to favorite. I mean, this horse is two for two. Last time out ran July 26, going five and a half, scored an 84 buyer and won. And he won both of his races. Purchased for 160 out of competitive edge. Does, has done everything that is expected from him and wanted. I mean, he is taking a step up in class today, but I mean, he has the capability of definitely winning this race 100%. So definitely keep an eye on the three as well. But once again, I'm definitely going to make my game time decision right before the race. But definitely the horses to beat in here is the eight and the 10. And also keep an eye on the six, the seven, and of course the two, the three and the one in here in the seventh race, our featured race of the day at Saratoga. Today's eighth race, I think, is going to be a real tough race as well. This is an OC of 80K, non-winners of 3X, and it's going a mile on the turf. I really like in here the th three. Clara Peters going third time off the layoff for the Brad Cox Barn, who has been doing an excellent job so far this meet. But... You do have two hard hitters in here with Chad Brown sending out two with the four blowout and the five catch a bird who are going to be really tough in here. And then to their outside, the six sweep by and by going second time off the layoff for Anthony Dutro. This horse finished third and only lost by a quarter of length last time is one for one going this distance and two for two in the money over the surface. I think this horse takes a big step forward, second time off the layoff, four to one morning line with Jose Lascano aboard today. And she really caught my eye back when she was training at Belmont in July. I just saw her coming around the bend and man, I was like, who is she? Found out who she was and I made sure I put her right in the my barns to make sure I keep an eye out on her. So definitely keep an eye on the six, sweep by and by. I really like the three and the six in here. Try to beat out the two Chad Brown horses in the four and the five. As a long shot in here too, the two, Multibella going out for Ian Wilkes. We spoke about Ian Wilkes before. Has been doing an excellent job this meet. Only thing is coming off a layoff but gets back on the turf where he ran an 81 buyer last time. And, and I know he finished eighth, but look, he only lost by three lengths. I mean, that's not really finishing eighth. I mean, he had a lot of trouble. Also, that was at Churchill Downs. A tough competition. Ten horses in that race. The two could be a real nice long shot in here with Tyler Gaffleone aboard. And then to the outside, definitely keep an eye on the eight. Joy and Vizora going out for the Ignacio Correa barn. This horse gets back on the turf after running in, in Argentina very well on the turf back in December of 2019. This filly is also eight for 10 in the money lifetime with three wins, three seconds, and two thirds. 15 to one more than line. 
Jose Ortiz aboard on the turf. Definitely do not keep off your ticket and gets the outside post as well. So for race eight, my top picks in here, I'm going to try to beat the duo of the Chad Brown barn. I like the three, Clara Peters going out for the Brad Cox. And then I like the six, sweep by and by for Anthony Dutrow. Possibly have to throw in the four and the five, which are the Chad Browners. And then I like a long shot in here, Multibella, the number two. And then the eight with Jose Ortiz aboard, getting back on the turf today with the outside position. To wrap things off today at Saratoga in the ninth race, we'll be going on the turf, five and a half furlongs, and this is going to be a maiden special weight of 72K. This is a real nice race to finish things off today. I like the eight, let them eat cake, going out for the Ian Wilkes barn. Hopefully you get a nice winning double here with a long shot in the race before and maybe get this one to come through. Second time off the bench. Finished second last time out over the surface, going five and a half, and just lost by a length coming off the layoff. Going to be very tough in here. Second time off the bench for the Ian Wilkes barn, who is 68% in the money at this meet so far. And then to the inside of her, we have Christopher Clement and Irad Ortiz dueling up with the number seven, Dial Me Up. This, this Philly finished second last time by four lengths. Definitely going to be tough in here going second time off the bench. Gets on the turf for the first time. I think she could run on the turf pretty well. Has been training over the turf course once or twice. I mean, also, too, if you look at August 16 and you see that 53, don't take it as she can't run on the turf. He doesn't work his horses fast on the turf in the mornings. Just a heads up on that. Then the 10 American Godness. Um, I ride also gets off the 10 to ride this seven dial me up. So that's big. Um, the 10 is going out for Wesley Ward. Going to be tough in here as well and should be right in the thick of things. Gets Gaffleon aboard today. And then to the inside, another horse that I like is Chad Brown's first time starter for the Shadwell Stables. Adama with Jose Ortiz aboard. I like how Chad Brown has been working this horse at Mammoth and ships him over here today to run at Saratoga. I wish to see a nice workout before this race, but I guess Chad Brown and his team saw that they saw what they liked and didn't need to give him an extra work in here today. And then to finalize things off today, also to take a look at the four Bastet um, going off of William Mont last time went a mile and a 16th, didn't really like it, but two back went seven furlongs and finished third by only two lengths. Cuts back today to the five and a half with Hall of Fame rider Gianni V aboard. And then also to a first-time starter for Linda Rice. Um, not really a first-time starter of this horse's career, but first time in the United States and North America. Ed's Lasix today, the number six ballerina showgirl. Linda Rice has been doing very good with horses off the layoff or first time out over this meet. Sitting there in fourth place um, in the top rankings of trainers. So definitely don't keep this one off your ticket at 15 to 1 morning line. So in race 9, this is going to be a real tough race. But horses that I like in here and I'm going to be looking at is definitely the number 8 on top. With the number 7, the 10, the 6 as a long shot, and then the 4 and the 3 as well. Everyone check us out on www.wgracing.com for all information on racing, updates, picks of the day,
Any questions you have, also reach out to us at Gerald at GRacing.com. You will also see a promotion from TVG on there. They're running a nice promotion. Um, if you sign up with them, you get a free $200 or something like that. Everyone, good luck today in the races. And please, don't, don't be afraid and feel free to give me a call or reach out to me at any time. Everyone, be safe out there and have a great day.